your traps, little my nigga, I feel sorry for you. Sorry, nigga. Cause we banging hand to hand, getting it in them holes. I'm talking transactions, CDS, some distributions. We going hard with this shit, we need our restitution. I love my nigga, so I do whatever for my dog. Nigga, say he need me, and I got him, he'll never fall. I'm coming in the clutch, something like I'm Kyrie. You niggas bluffing, man, I wish you niggas would try. Be down, and guess what? We need answers. All right, we back. We need answers podcast again. Think we on like episode? I ain't even gonna guess. We on eighty or ninety something though. But today we got my man Gary in here, and we gonna get back. We in the hood, the hood series. This is a part three. So you know, first we started on the avenue. We went to Avenue McCullough Homes, all of that. Um, uh, Division Street Then we got Lafayette Division Street Then we came back Over east Over to Vidoc The Douglas Homes With Larry And now we coming We still over East Baltimore We with my man Gary right now Gary we, we came into contact With um, my cousin Tiff uh, Check out the episode With Tiff too That's the Mother's Raising Son episode It's when we first First started So check that out It was a very good episode um, When I came up With this topic I pitched it to my cousins In a group text And um, they, they liked it and she was like, a um, few days after I pitched it to him, she was like, I think you should get Gary on here. Good dude. He worked with the youth. He from the hood. He know what's up, everything, thing like that. So, um, with, like I said in the last episodes, the last parts of these series, I, I was saying that um, the purpose of this is just that I want to hit, I'm going to hit every part of the city. Mm-hmm. Every part, not even got to be the city, be the county too. And just get some perspective of um, the life because – Everybody from um, YouTube and news and shit like that, they always post a different perspective of us. Even even outside of that, on social media, right. you got West yeah. Side talking about East, East talking West. Everybody got a perspective, but now we just going to get it from the real people okay. that live it and show it. So similar, like I said before, similar to the real wire, but this more based off of um, the neighborhood and the area you come from because you just want to hit all over the city. So, um Kicking it off, you can introduce yourself and then just tell us um, tell us where you're from and then we talk about what it made you and all that. So, so um, you know, I'm Link Gary. Uh, I'm born and raised over East Baltimore. Actually, where I'm from, we, we are actually in the heart of the city, which is, uh, you know, I'm from that Prussian Street, Bond Street area. Okay. Eden and Preston okay. area. Uh, so we're, we're planted right there in the middle of the city between uh, John Hopkins uh, the old Diggy Land, which is now not Diggy Land no more, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, far off, we, right between Harford Road. Um, so, yeah, we right, uh, where I was born and raised, right in the middle of the heart of the city. Okay. East Baltimore. Okay. So tell me what it was like growing up around your way. Man, you know, <coughs> I'm an 80s baby, so, you know, I grew up in the 90s. Okay. Uh, Growing up was fun, man. It, mm-hmm. it was actually fun growing up uh, in our time. Um, you know, we was raised kind of different. Uh, a lot of us were uh, 80s babies. You know, we come from that era where, you know, it was the drug on, the war and drug era. So a lot of our moms and fathers were not, um, you know, were not present because mm-hmm. either they were either incarcerated or they was uh, mm-hmm. getting high. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I was raised by my grandmother. Okay. Um, my grandma raised me along with her other grandkids and her seven kids. Mm-hmm. You know, th- we back, we, you know, back when we was growing up, everybody was being raised in one household. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So your cousins right. was like your brothers. Right. Things of that nature. So um, growing up was fun, man. Uh, I played ball from the time I was eight all the way up until I went to college. Mm-hmm. Um, all my homeboys, we all played ball. You know, we were kind of popular. You know, mm-hmm. just because we played ball and, you know, we had some swag with us, man. And um, mm-hmm. it just was fun growing up at that time, man. You know, we were kids. We could be kids. Right. Um, right. Wasn't a whole lot of, you know, we ain't had to pick up no guns. We ain't mm-hmm. had to do none of that, that stuff at that time. Right. Um, because the older generation wasn't allowed us to. You yeah. Know? So things have changed now. Yeah. yeah. A lot more respect back then. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what schools you went to growing up? Man. <clears throat> So everybody kind of that, that know me know this story. I went to three different high schools. Okay. Uh, of course, back when they they had zone schools, <clears throat> for some reason, uh, if you didn't have the you know the grade point average to go to a Dunbar, a mm-hmm. City, or Poly, mm-hmm. you know they sent you to your zone school. That was what Southern. 
Southern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. I'm from all the way from East Baltimore. Right, right, right. Yeah, and they sent yeah. me off. Yeah, because Todd me. went there. Nah, yeah. I didn't. I, I never understood that either. Yeah. So back back then, they they made our schools zone schools based off of, I guess somehow whatever district you live in and and how they lined it up. So uh-huh. I went to Southern. Uh, I, I I went down there my freshman and sophomore year. At that time down Southern, man, it was a lot of uh, tension between uh, East Baltimore and Cherry Hill. Okay. So uh, I got into a you know a couple fights, uh-huh. a couple brawls, and um, it just became not safe for a lot of us to continue to go down there because eventually somebody was going to wind up getting hurt. Mm-hmm. So we had a meeting one time, and um, you know they stated they you know we had to have a meeting with the people that was beefing, which was myself and other guys and guys from Cherry Hill, and they had wind up saying that. Uh, Man, you know we had we we had to go, meaning the East Baltimore kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they wound up pitting us out. Um, well, not pitting us out. They just gave us another chance to go to a different school. And this was niggas that you was going to school with. Yeah. Oh, so shit. we had a round table meeting. Oh. <laughs> yeah. In high school. In high school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was serious, man. You know, it was it was getting serious too. But so uh, it was, <clears throat> um, it was more. South Baltimore niggas than anything in the school. Char Hill. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Most of my altercations with Con with, with Char Hill guys. Um, but to this day, man, I see some of them guys. It's, it's all respect. Yeah. You know yeah. Because at the end of the day, like I said back then, it wasn't about no guns, man. You fought. Mm-hmm. You fought. You fought. You know what I'm saying? If they catch mm-hmm. you. You know, they, if it's about seven, eight, nine of them, they caught you slipping. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then we go back and get them. Right. It, 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 it was. It was. It was nothing. Whereas though we went and went and got guns and tried right, to kill right, each right. other. What year was this? Uh, so I went to I went to Southern from ninety nine uh, to two thousand okay. from ninety eight ninety nine to I'm sorry I went to I went to Southern from ninety seven uh-huh. to ninety eight okay then I then I got I put us out they sent us up Patterson mm-hmm. I got into altercation up there mm-hmm. you know uh, with a guy um, they wind up saying man you know this your last shot um, mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, John Murdoch, who was a basketball coach. Yeah, used to coach your um don't tell me. Um don't tell me. Um 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 Chick Webb. Nah, not Chick Webb, it's the joint cross from Chick Webb. He used to be over that gym. Okay. But, okay. <clears throat> but but John but Murdoch was big real Murdoch. Big. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, he passed away, man. Yeah. Um, but uh <clears throat> he he uh he came to the uh, meeting with me and it was like, um, you know, I'm gonna help you get into another school, mm-hmm. but it won't be over east side. Okay. And so he sent me over. They sent me over Douglas. Okay. Oh so yeah, I, so I know I that was. Over, uh, yeah. So I went over Doug from <laughs> um, uh, two thousand from um, two thousand to two thousand one. Uh-huh. And man, it was some of the best times of my life. Okay. Man. Okay. We had a ball over there. My guys that I, uh, you know, I'm be coming from East and them, them being from West, but they kind of knew me already because I played ball right. most of my life. And um, it was all love over there. You know, we just wanted to hoop. Yeah. And and just stay out the way. So right. um, I wound up graduating from Doug in one. Um, I, I played ball over there my um my, my junior and senior year. Uh, we went about thirty. We, we lost about five games in two years, mm-hmm. and then the next year uh, when I graduated, they wound up winning winning everything. Went twenty eight and zero the shit. following year. So, okay. you know, um, but yeah, Doug Doug was, was was cool. We had a good coach over there, Cofield. Man, he he mentored a lot of us. They uh, okay. he was like a father figure to a lot of people mm-hmm. that didn't have fathers and um. To this day, we all got some type of good relationship with them, man, and that's 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 what we need in these schools is today, for real. Right. But we do have a lot of them coaches that's doing that type of work. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you was nice in who? Yeah, I played. Man, my my specialty was defense. Okay. I played a lot of defense. Um, they you know they used to call me the crumb snatcher. Like, okay. <laughs> I used to get on t- whoever was the best player on the team. Uh huh. I used to uh you know play that play okay. that person defend that person. Okay. Um, to my best of my abilities, man, and um, I played against I played against a lot of great great kids, man. I played, mm-hmm. you know, at the time, Malvin Scotts and uh, okay. Sean Luckies, and um, I played against uh, Mellow one year. I played against uh, played against a lot of good got. You know, I was Mellow. Oh, Mellow always been nice. And he just he man. just was <clears throat> from, from when we know Mellow. Mellow was a was a point guard. Okay. And then. You know when he uh as he was getting older man he 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 i think he they say he grew about eight ten eleven inches in one summer mm. <clears throat> and history and that was history after that this when he was at towson catholic yeah so after after he went to towson catholic he went to oak hill oh yeah yeah that's so, when you played so him? in between yeah when he okay went to towson catholic, we played okay. towson catholic so okay. in between there he uh 
grew, man, and, and just mm-hmm. and shit, you know. Yeah, that's his history. Off. Yeah. You <laughs> was down was was uh Pooh Bear down there when you was down was uh something? No. Oh, no, he was ba- already gone. Pooh Bear and them before me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they, was, okay. they was all before me. All them guys was before me. But I want, I want to get him on here. He, he yeah. still me up. Best so team far, in the but... city at the time when I was playing was uh, Southern. Okay. My, uh, my, my home, my, one of my best friends, Keon Johnson. He was the point guard, Melvin, uh-huh. and the guy Lucky. They was the, uh, they was the number one team. Okay. In, in, back when I was playing. Right. All right. So when you was growing up, what was your, your besides the school stuff? What was your feelings on um, the other sides of town? Like I do, did you ever go west or south? Man, what man, man? <laughs> like I said, those times so different, man. Like even with bas- basketball, was the bridge to everything. Yeah, because we can ride our bikes over right. to Johnny Howard. We can ride okay. our bikes over to Carver. We 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 can travel. Yeah. in packs and go to those games without right. no issues right, because right. everybody knew we was ball players. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. So us traveling to those places, man, and um. Not having no issues wasn't it wasn't no issue now, mm-hmm. but it's just now it's just not safe to do those nah, things. You know what I'm saying? So I understand parents who don't allow their kids to mm-hmm. do that. But at out back in our time, we can do those things. We yeah. can go to West Baltimore. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. We go all these different places and play ball, mm-hmm. and, and it has never been no issues for right. her. Right. Your whole family East. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure Everybody in my okay. family East Baltimore. No, some of my mother's side of the family is from West Baltimore. Okay, was, okay. Yeah. But you you mainly like strictly yeah, mainly, East Baltimore. Yeah, my, okay. yeah I'm mainly East Baltimore. Okay, yeah. all right. So um, well, so at the high school was it college or? Yeah, so at the high school, <clears throat> I went to junior college for uh, two years. Up, um, um, junior college called Potomac State. Okay. <coughs> uh, West Virginia, and um, that was another time, man. It just was like you know, being away from home. Mm-hmm. That environment, you know, mm. seeing all these different uh, ethnicities of people, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and um, that helped brighten my horizon. Mm-hmm. And then uh, us traveling to different parts of the city mm-hmm. playing ball helped mm-hmm. me brighten my horizon too. Basketball really saved a lot of our lives growing up because it took us out of our element, yeah, and we yeah. was able to see other things mm-hmm. besides what we was seeing every day when we stepped out of some doors. exposure, and we got some exposure, mm-hmm. so we knew that it was more to life than just Baltimore. Um, when, when we was growing up. So, you know, from the time we was eight all the way up until now, we, we traveled. Mm-hmm. If it was Philadelphia, we yeah. playing AAU, we right. flying to Florida and down Virginia, just we just going all these different places. Right, yeah. right. What was your favorite place growing up to go that y'all, y'all went? I think my my first time going to Florida was my, my, my okay. um, but yeah, my, but we uh, we went to the Boo Williams tournament one year down in Virginia, man. That was that was crazy, man. He's got crazy stories about <laughs> about basketball. And we went to, when we go to them places in the, in the hotels and stuff. Yeah. Man. So we had we had a lot of fun, man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What? So what? What does East Baltimore mean to you? Like, what, if you could describe East Baltimore, your neighborhood, your area, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm gonna focus on East. What would you to a person that's that's like out of town and they want to know like they don't know about nothing in Baltimore? What would you say about East Baltimore? The thing about East Baltimore, man, is that um. I think we we we, we adapt to, to to the we adapt into our environment, right? So us being from East, man, we can go East Baltimore guys mm-hmm. can go over West mm-hmm. and hustle because mm-hmm. we learn how we can adapt faster. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> For some reason, though, from from what I know, mm-hmm. I never seen West Baltimore guys come East and try to hustle. For real, not <laughs> not in my neighborhood anyway. Okay, okay. But I seen a lot of guys that that was from East Baltimore that can go west, right. and, and hustle and mm-hmm. like I said, I just think the adaptiveness and the, and the, the the grittiness of us, man. You know, we can go to them different places and yeah. and, and, and and do those type things. But okay. I, I never really seen guys from west come come east and, and okay. go. Like I said, like I'm not from all over East. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It might have happened, but just in my area, okay. I, I just never seen it happen okay. before. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So, um, moving forward, you got, uh, we talked, when I said, uh, Tip told me about you was working with kids a lot. Mm-hmm. So, what, how did you get into that? So, <clears throat> so uh, me and my, my homeboy, uh, Keon Johnson, another good person to have on your show. Okay. Yeah. Um, when um, one of my best friends got killed, uh, name was <clears throat> name was Yanni, and, um, he got killed uh, right up the street from uh, from his house in our neighborhood, right, you know, where we be at all the time. Mm-hmm. And when he got killed, it kind of, uh, it messed a lot of us up, man. Like, it was like, damn, man, we got to do something different, mm-hmm. you know. And um, 
So my homeboy Keon, he uh, came up with this idea to start a program called OC250. Okay. Um, so himself, along with uh, myself and others, we all came together to help him, you know, with his program. And mm-hmm. um, we just started uh, using the, um, the facilities or the, the space that we had in our neighborhoods to create safe havens. Okay. Um, so we got our basketball court. Anybody that played ball that was from East Baltimore had to come up 250 and hoop. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was ran down and stuff, and we uh, we went to board meetings, with, met with the councilmen, and we said, man, we want to get our <clears throat> get our court uh, fixed up. Mm-hmm. Where's 250 at? Yeah. Right, uh, right on East Huffman Street, right behind Calvin Scruggs' funeral home. Okay, okay. Um, so we wound up getting a grant for like 500000 to to uh, re-renovate the court. Okay. So we got the court done up. And <clears throat> almost every day for like three to five years, man, we had uh, activities and, and events going up there just dealing with the youth, mm-hmm. um, financial literacy, uh, yoga classes, basketball training. We invited um, vendors to come out and be a part of the neighborhood and they could sell their stuff. Okay. <clears throat> we do basketball tournaments every year, and we got uh, people from like um, – Philadelphia to come to Baltimore and play against our kids. Okay. Or sometimes we'll go up to Philly and play uh-huh. against their kids. Uh-huh. We took our kids on trips to the zoo, to D.C. We took them to the Wizards games. We just wanted to create something to show the kids, man. Y'all got people that care about y'all yeah. in the community. Yeah. And we're going to try our best to help y'all, mold y'all uh-huh. up until, in, until y'all get older and hopefully – as y'all get older, y'all do see, the same thing, do and y'all the can do the thing. same thing. Mm-hmm. You gotta recoup, you know, try yeah. to recuperate yeah, that yeah. same energy, man. Sure. So, <clears throat> a lot of the kids that's grown now that we we mentored back then, they mm-hmm. all grown up now. And they okay. respect us, they love us. Yeah, y'all you know, helped them a lot. You know, we, everything we did, we did out of love. Mm-hmm. You know, we ain't want them in return from nobody. Mm-hmm. And a lot of stuff we did, we did on our own. We created, you know, we we don't we uh we donated, we we uh, gave our own money. Mm-hmm. We created ideas to come up with money and stuff like that. So. Uh, you know things like that, man. That's what that's what got us involved. It took a tragic death. Yeah, to spark um, it, to spark it, man. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> so you know, like I said, after he died, man, we just we just started doing that, man, and started trying to find other lanes to get in to help our kids and the youth. Yeah. So what what year did y'all start that? Uh, Yanni died in uh, two thousand and twelve. Okay. About 2012, I think Yanni okay. passed, and um, the following year we we uh, we started getting the ball rolling and, and started doing that stuff all the way up until now. So what y'all y'all got to? Um, I'm asking for a reason because mm-hmm. me and my my guy uh, T Will we did a, a we was doing like had it been like 16, 17 maybe we was doing like we did a couple back to school cookouts giving stuff, mm-hmm. donating yeah. stuff mm-hmm. for yeah, we, to we kids done, and all yeah, that. Yeah, we do we done that. We did that almost every year for like. Three to five years, right? <clears throat> so we, what we, what we messed up at though is we didn't follow through with the whole legit part of it. Like get, we didn't do the, the uh, nonprofit, the non-profit. Thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Like so we, actually, we, yeah, we was not, yeah, we nonprofit. Um, okay, LLC, and he's and Keon is the, the founder of it. He's okay. still doing it. Okay, he's just doing it on a smaller level. So what he's doing now is actually he'll take a group of kids mm-hmm. and 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 take them and travel them to like Florida. Uh, uh, Vegas. Uh, he just take them um, to these all these different places and call it uh, therapeutic um, uh, vacation. Okay, you know, getting them out of environment. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, all you yeah, see. Yeah, and yeah. you're taking them somewhere in a different environment, yeah. and you helping them see some see new things. things. And, yeah, and, <clears throat> and they take still their do mind that. They still they do see. that schoolwork. Yeah, he get um he get people that he know that um to do cooks, mm-hmm. bring the cooks with them, they yeah. eat healthy, right. stuff like that. So he's still doing that right now, man. And like I said, man, it's like people like that that's doing these type of things, that's where money from the city and places need to go at, man, yeah. because yeah. <clears throat> it's having the, the real impact that we need right. Right. with these kids. Yeah. The thing is, man, you can't sustain that stuff without funding. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. that's where the... Sometimes they fall off that because and you'll lose some kids because mm-hmm. you gotta continue, Get them, yeah. continue to do that stuff. So it was just right. Well, we we could talk about that another mm-hmm. time. But but um, so I I definitely think that's that sounds like exactly what we was planning on doing. And mm-hmm. we um, 
Well, I, 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 me personally, I had a lot of stuff going on that I needed to get right before. I wasn't even <clears throat> focused on it, but mm. that was my plan. Because you never know, even if you change one to two lives out of your whole years doing that, that's, yeah. a, that's a huge difference. Yeah. You don't know where that kid life could have went. Man, and like I said, we see a lot of these kids today, man. You know, some of them, you know, they still, they struggling to figure out, to find their identity, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, you know, we always there to... Uh, try to help them you know i see kids every day that's on the corner man and you know they run up to me mm. <coughs> man i need a job mr gary blah, blah, blah. Mm. you know my job as you know being in the community is try to find them resources for them mm-hmm. you know somebody got somebody that i know hiring or somebody doing certain things yeah so you know i try to you know try to help them man because i know man some of these kids is, is one way from going to jail and mm-hmm. one foot going to be dead you right, know what i'm saying right and the, that impact man when, when we when we lose one of them kids man mm-hmm. it's so hurtful man because yeah. you be like damn man you know right. we tried to help that kid right. man and he yeah. gone yeah right yeah it's just too much of that going on yeah way too much so um let's get into you working with the the city and the mayors and all that stuff oh you ran talk about when you was you what made you <laughs> run for office so between uh let me see when I ran in twenty eighteen, so prior to twenty eighteen, between twenty twelve and twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. I say I lost about sorry. I lost between thirty and uh forty uh friends due mm-hmm. to gun violence. Mm-hmm. And um I, you know, I always been into politics and stuff in school. I always that's it's always been interested to me. Mm-hmm. Um just learning about history and stuff like that. And um, losing that many friends, man, it's going to do two things to you, man. It's going to make you crazy. It's going to make you strong. Yeah. And what I did with it, man, I, it made me strong enough to do something outside the box. Okay. And <clears throat> I saw an opportunity to run in my district. Um, the guy who was the councilman, uh, he was he was uh, relieving his seat to, to run for mayor, so it was an open seat. Okay. And um, that was... um. Uh, uh, Carl Ballhager. No, Carl Stokes. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was got, thinking about um, Jack. Yeah, Jack. Jack. Because yeah, no, he from East Baltimore too, yeah, right? Jack, Carl, actually are from. Yeah, they from East Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. they come up together. But um, no, Jack was uh the president, city council president at the time. Okay. You know, then he became mayor because of the situation with uh, with, uh, um, the lady, Miss Dixon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, <clears throat> so, um. I ran and I was like, man, I want to do something different. You know, I'm out in the community anyway. I'm doing stuff that a lot of councilmen are. Actually, the stuff that I was doing, a lot of councilmen wasn't doing that work that I was doing. Okay. I mean, a lot of them, the new councilmen and stuff now, they doing that stuff. But I was doing that stuff prior to me running in 2018. So you already about, had a resume. I, I mean, I was I was in the trenches with the community, man. Okay. And uh, I said, man, I want to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. See how see how I do. And um, I had a good team behind me. It was my first time ever running for office. Anything yeah. political is your first time running? First time doing anything. Okay. You know, like I said, I knew about political stuff. I yeah, read about it, but followed. I never, I never like put my foot in it. Right. But um, once I got involved in it, man, I was like, like, okay, I mean, I could do this. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I had a team behind me. We was out there knocking doors. I mean, we had a, we had a, man, we had it, man. You know, and I. I came up short, man. You know, I got the Baltimore Sun endorsements, which is a big thing when you're running for office. Like the, the Baltimore Sun endorses the candidates that they want, they would think that they would like to see in office. Okay, well, so that's I, what's up. So I got that endorsement over everybody mm-hmm. that was running. Okay, you know, that's a good look. And um, you know, my story, my backstory is that you know, <clears throat> I was locked up before. You know what I'm saying? I know what it's like to go through the criminal justice system. Mm-hmm. I understand. The, uh, the stuff that a lot of these people, are, you know, our young kids, women and men are, are going through as far as trying to earn money and try to trying to support themselves and their mm-hmm. families. And um, but I came out when I came out of there, I had a different pro- perspective of life. Like I know whatever I was doing out there wasn't worth it, mm-hmm. you know. So I got a, I had a backstory behind why I was running, and I mm-hmm. think my story resonated with hundreds of thousands of young men and young women that. That's yeah. come from the city that that you know right. that understand what what I went through, right? And um, you know that was a story I was pushing. Uh-huh. You know I was you know a, a different type of leadership, a different type of mindset. I was going down there with a fresh pair of eyes mm. of what was going on in the streets today, right? And not thirty years ago. Yeah. And um, that's the biggest thing, especially with getting younger people and 
people to get in tune with it, they want to vote for somebody that they can relate to. Yeah. Because because the average, I ain't going to say don't nobody, but the average person doesn't really pay attention or get into that part of the, the politics and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so. our younger generation, especially, um, I mean, through a lot of inner cities, the younger generation, 18 to 35, mm-hmm. they really don't, they don't vote yeah. like, they, like we should. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And a lot of it has to do with the bad image of uh, politics that's been going on for yeah. the last couple of decades. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of them kind of tune tone uh, the deaf tone ear to a lot of it because it's like man look where i live at i mean yeah, ain't nothing yeah, changed right. y'all keep going down to these office right. and you know but i say that as that you know baltimore wasn't destroyed in two three decades it took a mile yeah. it took some some long, long took a long period. time yeah, to get yeah. the, yeah. the baltimore to, to be the way it is right and baltimore is not bad as we think it is i mean the violence has always been here the violence mm-hmm. is something that we still gotta we gotta uh, kind of work on, mm-hmm. but um, I'll tell people, man, like only way you're gonna be able to change something if you change it. Right. So right. that's why I that's that's why I ran. Yeah. I wanted to be able to infiltrate right. uh, a system that has been ran by people that's been in the office for so long and give it a, a face and give it a facelift yeah. and then try something new. Right. But in 2018, mm-hmm. the first time in 30 years, the council had all new people in there. It was the first time in 30 years okay. that the council hasn't had, had all new new incomers. Okay. So in that, it was about four or five newcomers that got elected in 2018 that took oh, over okay. uh, people who um been in office for a long time. Right, so that and, was a good thing. So that was a good thing. Okay. So at, like most they, of the councils down there now are new. Uh, they Well, they got about four, they got four years and mm-hmm. eight, they got about eight years in now, so. Cause you run every four years, yeah. So they they, they got about eight years in now. They younger up. or older? They younger. Oh, okay. The 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 four to five that got elected probably was between uh, thirty and maybe thirty five, thirty six, something okay. like that. That's what's um, up. You know, Brandon when he got elected mayor, he was the youngest mayor of mm-hmm. the um, you know in the um, Baltimore ever. Okay. So you know, it's 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 I wanted to be. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go down there and do that. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the people on that council, I, um, I know, I know uh, Brandon. Um, you know, they always gave me encouraging words and stuff like that. And um, so, you know, I'm just that's what I ran, man. You know, I ran in 2018. I came in third place out of the nine people that ran. Oh, that's good. Um, I mean, I ran again in um, 2020. Uh, yeah, I ran again in 2020 when. Um, but the pandemic hit. Okay. So a lot of stuff was stagnated. Yeah, yeah, uh, you couldn't yeah. do a lot of stuff and right. it kinda hurt me yeah. by me being a grassroots candidate. Right. You know what I'm saying? Couldn't but get uh, out there I couldn't really put do your face I couldn't raise I couldn't raise no money and stuff right. like that. Right. But I gave it a I gave it a shot though, you know what I'm saying? And um they know who I am. They know yeah. uh You gotta keep going for it. Yeah, yeah. Everybody asks me if I'm, if I'm gonna do a third term. I, I I told them I'm thinking about it, man, you know, try to go for it, you know, maybe yeah. the third time and lucky. I get in there every time a charm. charm, yeah. But but at the same time, like I said, you like we need somebody that we can relate to. Like the, the everybody that you, I know that you know, is 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 no way that even if they don't vote, it's going to be like, oh yeah, he doing this. I know he mm-hmm. good dude, and I know mm-hmm. what he going to do. Yeah. Any one of us, right? So that's going to bring a whole nut because I don't. Uh, the guy Brandon is the only person that I ever. Uh, well, I don't even know him, but I mean, like it's just it'll make people want to vote for him because he's a young black dude mm-hmm. and stuff that was going on. It's probably, so. the, our councilman now is probably the more uh, obtainable people to get with than, okay. than prior years. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? They more intact with what's going on in the community. Right. They're out there in the field. Uh-huh. They, they can you can touch them yeah yeah you can yeah. speak to them direct right right to eye right, to eye. right 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 um, which so, is good so that stuff that's that's some of the stuff that has changed mm-hmm. over the the last couple right, decades right. Um, okay. than prior to you know past decades okay so if anybody that's listening and they they was curious or ever wanted to do that what's the process of, of running like how do you get into well uh, like you want to be uh, a staple in your community somebody mm-hmm. that's you know always in the community uh known to to assist people known to uh, you know help people mm-hmm. um it's also great to uh, go to all your um, your community meetings in your community mm-hmm. so you can learn about you know know what's going on what's the issues um 
and then basically, man, you know, you just you just go down um, down downtown and you file the run. I mean, it's no oh okay. It's no uh, you don't need no diploma. You don't need no college degree. So anybody could legit anybody really go down there. Legit run, man. Oh, okay. Anybody can legit run. Damn. If you got the Somebody passion, gave me an idea. <laughs> <laughs> you got the no, passion. You got the passion, and you got the and you got a, a good uh, family, and you got a good uh, uh, amount of friends behind you. Mm-hmm. That's your team right there. Okay. You don't need nobody else. Just push see, it. People think that what has happened over the last couple of decades is that other influences has been involved in our city, mm-hmm. and you know when the money and stuff come in and, and all that stuff is it, it, it corrupts. Mm-hmm. It corrupts things, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I always wanted to be that grassroots person, man. You know, just any money I get, I'm getting it from friends and family. I'm getting it from my, my guys that I know that own businesses. Okay. I'm going into the community stores, mm-hmm. asking for donations, the community barbershops, asking mm-hmm. for donations. I wanted to always try to keep myself away from from things that might seem like I might have to owe somebody. Or, you feel what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. And see, people think, like, that stuff really happens, you okay, know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, but it's hard for you to win when you can't raise a lot of money. Yeah. But I think when I ran in 2018, I raised a couple money. I raised a couple thousand dollars, mm-hmm. but my work ethic was the reason why I came close to winning. Okay. Because I was out there on the ground because okay. I already had a history of doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what got me close to winning. Okay. It wasn't about the money. Right. The money just was there to help me push the uh, information out. Okay. But okay. most of it came from me just, you know, Beating the ground. You're right, right. Making it known, putting your face mm-hmm. out there. Okay. So, um, that, that, uh, how, like, did that, I, I know you said you went again and mm-hmm. you said you thinking about it a third time. Well, so, did it discourage you from, from, um, it didn't discourage me. I mean, that first time, man, it took a, it took a lot out of me the first time, man. Mm-hmm. I think I got some of this gray hair from when I, when I ran <laughs> that time, man. And, um, um, it didn't discourage me. It, it actually encouraged me to run again. That's why I ran again. Okay. But I do know that um, it does take a lot of time away from your family. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm married. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a beautiful wife. I got two kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it takes that. When you running, man, you got there's a lot of obligations you got to meet. Yeah. You know, so you, you won't be able to. Cut that family time, time short. Short, yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying? And um, mm-hmm. So when you make that commitment, you got to have your family behind you mm-hmm. saying, oh, look, this is what we're going to do. This is what right, we're going right, to do. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And, but you yeah. want to make sure that, like me, I'm not going to be running just to be running. Mm-hmm. I want to run to win. Right. So right. I, I, you're not going to see me, like, all over the place keep running for this office, that office, that office. If I'm focused on running for city council, mm-hmm. I'm going to run for city council. And that's well, what you want. And that's what I want to mm-hmm. do. One day I want to run for mayor. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna run for mayor. That's mm-hmm. what I want to do. Okay. I'm not gonna, uh, you know, you strategize and you attack what you want to do. You don't, you know, you don't go from this place to that place to that place because now you're just all over the place. Yeah. And you're trying to like you chasing. And it could, yeah, it could look like do you really want to be in here or you really just doing this just to yeah. put your face somewhere? Yeah, and I don't, I don't want to be like that. I don't, right. don't want to have that. So what's what is when you say city council? What is what is the actual like definition of city? Council? So your city councilmen, right? They they uh they pass laws, mm-hmm. um, they um they they create bills mm-hmm. uh for for the city um for your um for the city they uh they speak on your behalf for okay. a lot of things a lot of issues that you go you know that you got going on in your community. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they also the councilmen are responsible for um passing the uh the budget. Okay. You know, they say you know yeah or nay uh-huh. if the budget is uh. You know, supposed to be. You know, okay. And then once they pass it, they go. It goes to the mayor to sign off. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you know, a lot of the issues been that. So our our charter, which is the basically the the bylaws of our city government, mm-hmm. was has been outdated for mm-hmm. so long. So the, when the new council got, um, and actually, facts, man, I was when I ran in twenty ten, I was the one bringing up the fact that. The charter was outdated, okay. and it needed to be updated. Okay, and a lot of the stuff in there was holding us back. Mm-hmm. And then, as soon as the new council got elected in um, twenty eighteen, they, they started handling it. They started uh, fixing the charter issues and trying to get stuff passed. So, to, if you ain't update. bring that up, they would have still been the same, I, more than likely. I'm gonna say I'm give myself yeah, credit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was bringing I'm it give up. It to you I too. was bringing it up in all the debates. So does yeah. that? Does that like? 
I know that's like a, a gift and a curse because you do want to let them know mm -hmm. this is what I'm, I'm planning to do. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they can still, yeah, I did and then do it themselves. So is it kind of like a... I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's for the benefit of the city. Right. So, so yeah, okay. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, if right, I pass right. it or they pass it. True, true. It just needs to get passed so it can get done for the, for, the, for the benefit of the city. Right. It's right. not about... Regardless of who regardless doing this, it's getting done. Yeah. Because, you know... As a councilman, you need you need votes. Mm -hmm. So everybody got to play some yeah. type of part. You right, you might right. need what is you need you might need six seven votes to pass sure. a bill. So at, at some time you gotta have to do some favors for your other councilmen so y'all can all be on the same page. So right, when the support right. bill okay, come okay, through, okay. we can get it through without right. no issues. Right. So um, what would you say if you can if you was pitching your I don't say pitch your whole your campaign, but what's one of the like biggest things that you wanted to get changed in the, in the whole like if you was to get that spot? Well, at that time when I was running, and even to now, um, like I said, <clears throat> the violence was mm -hmm. the number one issue uh, for a lot of. Uh, matter of fact, that was the number one issue throughout the whole city was yeah. the violence, mm -hmm. and you know one thing I was trying to do, I was trying to create ways that we can uh, uh, tackle. Um, some of our young kids committing crimes. Like we have so many kids graduating high school mm -hmm. that's not going to college mm -hmm. and can't find a job. Mm -hmm. So those kids are the ones that's out in the on the streets right now committing all the crimes, the carjackings, the homicides. Right. These are these are kids from probably fifteen going to about thirty. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um so one thing I did come up I wanted to do was like you know how in, 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 in crime, right, we, we create these task forces, right? Mm -hmm. We create these task forces to go find criminals and do this and people that, you know, that's causing violence in the city. I wanted to create a job task force. Okay. Whereas though, what we'll do <coughs> um, is go out in the city. We, we, we got 12 passenger vans. Mm -hmm. we, all, we already got the resources. We already got the job connections. Mm -hmm. And what we doing is we basically going out in the streets. I don't care if we go every day or we pick some days. And what we doing is we going to all the neighborhoods where we know the crime is at. Mm -hmm. And we grabbing up the guy saying, hey, we got jobs for you right now. All you got to do is get in this van. We're going to take you right to the place and mm -hmm. we're going to get you started. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you have to go get the people. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's just, true. just how it is. Because they'll make a whole lot of excuses if mm -hmm. you don't. Right. I can't get there. Yeah. I'm doing this. I'm doing will come And, and it's you. crazy. Like I told you, man, right now, you can go on any corner in Baltimore City, man, mm -hmm. and it's 15 to, 15 to 20 guys on the corner. Mm -hmm. Out of those 15 to 20 guys, you're going to get about five or six of them that want to work. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gonna, so that's five or six lives you can save right yeah. then and there. Yeah. So, again, that's the type of stuff I was trying to think about when yeah. I was running. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, and right. how was I able to do it? Even sometimes, man, you know, you got to come out your own pocket. Yeah. I'm a councilman, right? Yeah. I'm trying to help my my district. Mm -hmm. I don't. I'm I'm getting paid seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year, whatever the, the salary is right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna find a way to go get some donations. We gonna get this. We gonna. And I'm gonna set it up. Right. You know what I'm saying? And these are the type of things you have to do if you want to have an impact on what's going on in the city. Right. Right. You know I mean, it's not. Right. It's not hard to do. Right. It's just that, do you have the will to do it? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what you're saying, it sounds, it reminds me a lot about Safe Street. How you feel about that? I love Safe Streets, man. And and I, a lot of people don't really, I mean, people do, but they don't give them the justice that they really need because last year we was at 300 and something plus murders, mm -hmm. right? If it wasn't for Safe Streets, we'd been at 400 and something. Okay. And I know this because I know a lot of guys in Safe Streets that's actually helping uh, uh, squash some of these beefs that's got going on. Mm -hmm. They can't save everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the stuff that they're doing is mm -hmm. having an impact to saving some lives. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And one of the things I wanted to do when I ran, I wanted to make sure that we increased the funding for Safe Streets. Yeah, they need it. And not only increase the funding, but if we give them more money, to uh, be able to go hire some of them guys mm -hmm. that's out there mm -hmm. because that's what they're doing. They're yeah. doing it slowly yeah. but surely, but they right. can't do it in a, in a fast pace because they don't have the money to exactly. do it. Exactly. So I think uh, one of the things the mayor did is they took safe streets from uh, out of, um, they put the safe streets under the mayor's office now. Okay. Um, I believe it was under the health department one time, and I think it's in the mayor's office now. Mm -hmm. um, 
But that's that's those are the things that we got to continue to do. We got to make sure we keep giving them, you know, keep funding them. Like on Bella Road, Bella Road had zero homicides last year up mm-hmm. in that Bella Road area. Mm-hmm. Previous to that, man, Bella Road was a was a death zone up there. Yeah, yeah. So those guys that's up there, they they got a they got a, a system going. Whereas though the guys that's up there mm-hmm. doing whatever they doing are in line with what's going on. Okay. And that's basically what you want. Yeah. Because guess what? Drugs, as long as drugs are being made, they drugs are going to be, be it's always going to be sold. Mm-hmm. But if you can decrease the violence in the neighborhoods, yeah. then you know you can work on the drugs exactly. later. Right, right, so right. those are the things that you have to have. You have to have that system in place for the, for the things like that to happen. So if they if they can, can continue to fund safe streets and get them money, they'll be able to create that system that they did at Bell and Road mm-hmm. and do it in other places. It's just going to take some take some time. Okay. And it's unfortunately, man, we 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 losing too many uh, people every year. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a that's a great. That's definitely a great plan. I definitely think we need we like you. Well, you said you're gonna think about it, so mm-hmm. we gonna we I ain't gonna pressure you on it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, now you working down the mayor's office now, right? Yeah. So my uh, my occupation right now is I work for the mayor's office, um, homeless service. Uh, what we do is um, we go out on the um, streets and deal directly with um, people that's out in the. Um, that's homeless on the streets. Okay. And we try to get them services. We try to get them shelter. Uh-huh. Um, try to get them um, treatment, uh, get them into treatment programs. Mm-hmm. Anything that's going to help them, you know, get off the streets and um, into some type of um, housing, temporary housing or shelter. Mm-hmm. You know, especially during the wintertime where, you know, people can freeze to death and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's my occupation now. You know, I don't call it, it's not even my job, man. It's this. You don't, you know, you don't call something you love work. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I love doing this, and yeah. it's, so it's, it's. That's the best thing to do that for for your occupation to be something you love to mm-hmm. do, and you'll never get tired of it. Yep. Yeah. So, what, what you was um you may have had a post the other day, and they was giving you a, a, a an award. No. So um, <clears throat> second thing is I just got um sworn in. Okay. I'm on the um, sustainability commission. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, uh, what that is is it's like a 21 member uh board. Mm. And we get to uh, look at a lot of legislation. We get to look at um, um, bills and stuff that um, the city wants to pass mm-hmm. and wants to take it to the uh, state level. We get mm-hmm. to vote on those things. Okay. Um, so it's all about uh, staying engaged for mm-hmm. me, staying engaged about what's going on in the city, uh, getting that information, mm-hmm. um, giving that information out to people in the community so they can know what's going on mm-hmm. and just staying connected. Um, so I'm always looking to try to, you know, if I can get on a board, you know, that's the stuff that I'm trying to do to keep right. keep myself uh, knowledgeable of what's going on. And, yeah, and staying that. in the loop. Yeah, and staying, mm-hmm. you know, and keep passing the information on to, uh, you know, the constituents in, um, in the neighborhood. Right, okay. So what, 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 as far as the, uh, how long you had that position, the way you, the position you got right now Which with one? the homelessness? Uh, I, I just, I just started this year. Okay. No, actually last year in um, November. So what's, what's, um, what, what is it, because I know they had the, um, um, my cousin used to work down at the bar in that hotel on President Street. Yeah, and they turned that into. Uh, so most of our most of the hotels we have are, are being some of the hotels downtown are being used for shelter for the homeless. Okay. Um, because of the pandemic. Right. And they had to use the hotels because you know you had to be distanced from each other. Right. So some of the shelters that they had was more compound dense. You know, so the hotels you know mm. you get your own room. Okay. Stuff like that. Okay. But um, so yeah, that that's the type of. That's what they was being used for, but um, I guess as the cases go down and, and things try to get back to normal, mm-hmm. um, the goal is to make sure that all those people get um housing. Okay. Um, not, and not come back to the street. So now they they basically <coughs> got their own apartments, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's temporary housing until they they get them in permanent housing. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what's up. And is it is it a way that they? Like is is anything going on to help them get back into society? Like as a as a well, you know, a lot of man, a lot of that stuff, man. You know, you got so many different barriers uh, when you're dealing with the homelessness, mm-hmm. man. Um, mental health, yeah. uh, substance abuse, right, right. Uh, a lot of a lot of them have a lot of different um, issues going on that you have to, you know, help them with first, mm-hmm. so they can kind of yeah. get back into society right, so right. <clears throat> but that's what we're here for you know us and uh, a lot of the other um services that's, that's going around also uh does you know that's trying to help them do mm. the same thing 
it's a great pro it's a great uh thing man and um yeah so that is is that like one well what's your your number one goal with this position man you know just to help as many people as you can okay. i mean we, we we only could do but so much as individuals yeah, yeah. um but uh you know homelessness is is it's not a crime homelessness is not it's not a disease mm -hmm. every last one of us if you ain't a millionaire or you wealthy, everybody is one check away from being homeless. That's a fact. And I tell people all the time, man, you know, you'll see somebody today that's balling and next couple months they might be out on the street. That's so, a fact. You know, you got to be blessed, man. The stuff that, I, man, there's a lot of stuff in the, in, the, in the city that people don't know about, you know. <clears throat> These encampments, we got a lot of encampments in, in our city, man. Mm -hmm. Like, people actually, like, living out in the woods and, and, mm -hmm. and, and a lot of them, you know, some of them just fell on hard times. They yeah. lost their jobs. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, but what I could say about them, man, they they resilient, man. They 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 doing the best they can to live yeah. the best way they can out there. Yeah. So, you know. I used to work in a um, rehab clinic, uh, Gardenzia, the one out on Owens Mills, and they the people that would come in there because you know they they that's a um uh M they they stay there. They live there for up to ninety days, mm -hmm. and they did them people that come in there with them stories. They guys yeah. that was living in the woods and stuff like that. Things like that, and they just, you know, they they go get right. Some of them go right back to it, get they check when they was doing the um the uh, uh, stimulus checks stimulus and all checks. that. They they gone right after, yeah. and some of them coming in and change their lives. So yeah, I, I'm definitely I'm super familiar with everything you talking about. Um, was was there ever any politicians that you looked up to or, or like motivated you? Yeah, um, <clears throat> uh, Coy McRae, he does he's the uh, the Senate. Okay. Um, he's the uh, Senate right now. Mer okay. um, U.S. Senator, I mean, Maryland Senator for uh, our district, uh, okay. which is forty-five. Okay. Um, he uh, crazy man. He he got a similar background to you know. He come up. Okay. You know, hood. Yeah, man. Okay. And um, he's a senator now. So, yeah. you know, I, I I I read about his story. I seen him come, and he basically what what he was doing and what he did. That's mm -hmm. exactly what I was trying to do. Okay. Um, you know, coming from the neighborhood I came from, growing up, the way I grew up, and and just trying to improve as life got on and and, and make those changes and and become, you know, become mm -hmm. something um, positive. And um, he was one that I looked up to. I like a lot of the new councilmen that's uh, out there. Zeke, he's a councilman in um, Councilman Zeke in um, District One. Mm -hmm. uh, Felicia Porter. Um, My man, uh, Antonio Glover in District 13. Okay. Um, yeah, Brandon, Brandon, you know, Brandon, I, I, I think Brandon's doing the best that he can right now, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody, everybody got to give him time, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. Everybody got to give him time. I feel like I feel like anybody in those type of seats, whether it's a president, mayor, stuff like mm -hmm. that, you don't get to see the effects until later, So, yeah. but you get judged no, off of what's, yeah, what's no going on. No one man now. is going, no one man or woman yeah. going to change a city overnight. Right, You know what right, I'm saying? All right. you can do. Especially not Baltimore. Yeah, all you got to do is you come in there and you give it your best. You're doing yeah. the right things. Um, like I said, uh, what he's doing and what the new council, council people are doing, um, they're changing the infrastructure of City Hall, how it's being ran, okay. how the, the laws are being changed. Mm -hmm. they they starting from the inside, yeah. which okay. is good. Yeah, that's you great. You got to start from the inside and yeah. then you work your way out. Exactly. You know, And I always tell people, <clears throat> got to remember, we live in two Baltimores. Mm -hmm. You know. Butterfly, the butterfly. So you have one Baltimore that's that want to see a lot of people locked up, mm -hmm. zero tolerance, True. arrested. True. And you have the other Baltimore that's living in poverty, that's dealing with a whole lot of trauma and a lot of different things that's going on in neighborhoods. Yeah. Neighborhoods look like, right? You know, look like how they look. Right. <clears throat> and and that's why it's so hard to uh, fix a lot of stuff, man. Because you. You're trying to please two Baltimore's, yeah, man, and everybody yeah. not on, you know, on the right. same page. Right. You know, and I tell people all the time, like I just talked to my coworker today, like <clears throat> we understand that how much violence is in the city, mm -hmm. but we also lived through the point where where they was locking everybody up, mm -hmm. and innocent people was going to jail, people mm -hmm. getting drugs planted on them. So what I try to explain to the other side of Baltimore is that you got to understand where this side of Baltimore is coming from. Yeah. You know, where y'all want to see everybody locked up and. Taken away, thrown away. Right. We got to come to some type of uh, agreement 
of how we police mm-hmm. and how we prosecute people and things of that nature, man. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know you fix the problem. We're not going to fix it by locking everybody up. Right. We already saw right. that, and that didn't work. Yeah. And that created a whole generation of kids with no mothers. And exactly. No mothers. Exactly. So we don't want to go through that again. So you you think it's possible to bridge that gap? Yeah, it can be. It can be bridged. Um, it's going it's going to take a whole bunch of uh, leadership from a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that don't look like us. Yeah. Um, Minorities, you know, everybody coming together, just figuring out like, okay, this is what yeah. we got. You know what I'm saying? We got you. You feel like we got any any of the um, people that don't look like us on our side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got people that don't look like us on our side, man. You know, even if they they working uh, behind closed doors or if they working, um, you know, in front of us. Uh, but there's a lot of people that's out there that's trying mm-hmm. to work with us. I know okay. I have worked with people. <clears throat> one thing you do, man, like me as a community leader, one thing I do is, man, is like I'll go to people uh, that doesn't look like me and say, hey, man, this is what we got going on. Mm-hmm. This is what we trying to do. Mm-hmm. We would like for you to be involved. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you show them the blueprint. You show them what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then they eventually, they'll be like, okay, we see what you got. And then they'll okay. get involved. Okay. It's, it's, it's the same thing that goes on in the city for us, anything, man. Yeah. You know, but... Just gotta make sure every gotta make sure the people that's doing it doing it in good faith. Right. Yeah, you know I mean. Always. Yeah. Always. So we gonna go back to uh to uh East Baltimore. Tell me um favorite food spot in East Baltimore. What's, what you feel like the best food spot in Baltimore? Best food spot. East Baltimore, East Baltimore. We're gonna stay on your side. East Baltimore favorite food. It could be spot. carry out, it could be I mean listen, we had one of the best carry outs ever, man, which was uh we called it the Orange Store. It was up on Harford Road in uh, Harford and uh, what is that? Uh, Oliver. Okay. Harford and Oliver. Okay. It's no longer there no more. Okay. But you talking about the chicken boxes, the chicken nuggets and French fries, okay. cheese on there. Orange Store was the best man. We had the best Orange Store. Man, we had the best uh, one of carry the out. carryouts in the city. Okay. Man. Um, okay. They, they left about ten years ago, man. Damn. Uh, but other than that. Um, I don't really know, man. I, I, I'm a picky eater anyway. I, I feel you. <laughs> who, who would you say the best outside of yourself? Who would you say the best hooper come out of East Baltimore? Out of East Baltimore? That's a yeah. best. You got to go through a list, That's man. why. All right, well, give me your top five. Your uh, favorite. Your favorite. That's, give my me your, favorite? Yeah. Top ten or five. Um, However many you got. Well, I got to go with my family first. My cousin, Keon. Okay. He was uh, he was a point guard for St. Francis. Mm-hmm. Uh during the time when he was like ranked nationally. Okay. Um, and he, he led them in assists. He was a team floor leader. Mm-hmm. And I believe he uh, won two national champ. I think he won two championships while he was down there, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Mark Karcher, okay. most definitely. Yeah, always hear about Mark Karcher. Yeah, Mark Karcher is one of the best high school players ever. Yeah. Um, Mo Hatton. Okay, always hear about him yeah. being bucket. Mo Hatton. Um, Mike Lloyd. Okay. Um, and these, well, Mike, I think, from West Baltimore. Though. Okay. I'm familiar with that name. Yeah, I Mike Lloyd from name. West. Okay. Um, you got uh, Dante Bright. Okay. Um, uh, you got, uh, I'm going to go with some of the young generation, uh, Malcolm Delaney. Okay. Fuck uh, it. Yeah, Malcolm been pitting the work for a long time, man. Yeah. Will yeah, Barton. Doing his thing overseas too. Will Barton. A bucket. Yeah, Will Barton is uh one of the top players over East Baltimore. When he's done, he going he's gonna be legitly top ten. Um In Baltimore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then you got legends like Muggsy. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. Shit, man. It's it's a lot of Yeah, it's a lot, man. Um one of my um my homeboy Keon Johnson. He mm-hmm. he was he was Shorty was a good ball player too. He uh one of the best point guards I seen play. Okay. Um matter of fact we went <clears throat> we went to, when we went to Boo Williams tournament that year, mm-hmm. we played against uh JJ Riddick. Okay. He went bucket for bucket for, for real? JJ. I think. JJ was nice back then too. What? This was high school. Yeah, that's when he that's why he okay. went to Duke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I think Keon scored he had I think he dropped forty that game. Okay. 
And um, I was on, like, I, I was just watching. Like, we was there, I was watching. I was like, dang, I ain't never seen a man play like this. But he, that was like, that probably was his best game ever. Okay. Uh, going okay. against yo. But, yeah. Um, yeah uh, who else? Like I said, there's a lot, man, coming from East, man. But yeah. they, they, they some of my favorite players uh, watch growing up. Uh, Michael Lloyd. Okay. I mean, not Michael, um, Kevin Norris. Okay. Shante Rogers. Okay. Those legends, man. They legends, man. They goats. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Folks, man. Okay. Um, we got to wrap up. We wrapping up now. We're coming to a close. So, with with um, I want to see what. Oh, so um, what what? I always ask everybody who would you recommend to come to 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 do this same series. Yeah. So same type time representing where you from all that. So who would you recommend to come on? Yeah, like I said, I told you about most definitely my homeboy Keon Johnson. Okay, he'll be a good person to bring on. Like I said, he <clears throat> he got a lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. dealing with the youth right now, mm-hmm. and the stuff I was telling you about him. Um, okay, he'd be somebody that you can uh, holler at. Cool, to come cool. On we can set just, that he up. He just was on my live. Okay. Yeah, so we can set know. we can definitely set that up. Yeah, definitely set that up. Um, and my, and my last question is, what does uh, what what do you feel like? I'm trying to see if I want to base it off what you're doing versus all just as. Or I'm gonna ask you as, as a person outside of outside of everything you're working on. What does what do you feel like Baltimore made you? Not just either East Baltimore. What what does what does Baltimore make you as a person? When I and I ask that because when I I see this on a lot of episodes when you go out of town, people always hit you with this. It really like the wire all that stuff, mm-hmm. and and that's one of the reasons why I started this because mm-hmm. we got more to offer than that. Right. We bring more to the table. So. Um, what do you feel like Baltimore <coughs> means to you and what has it made you as a person? Baltimore means to me is is my city that I love, man. Like uh like the saying goes, man, if you can survive this town, man, you make it anywhere. You make it anywhere. I mean, Baltimore is a small town, you know what I'm saying? It is tough, it's gritty. And if you have a, a strong uh mental aspect you can make it you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh what has made me man it's made me a, a great father mm-hmm. it made me a great husband and to me family is the number one thing for me because mm-hmm. i tell people all the time man you know our gen- the generation i grew up man I mean, we come from broken homes mm-hmm. none of our parents was married didn't grow up with our mothers and fathers. Mm-hmm. So what Baltimore has made me is to understand that I didn't want to continue that generational curse. Right, right. And that if I became a husband or if I came a father, I'll do better than mm-hmm. what I came from. Right. And that's got to be the mindset for everybody. I'm not saying everybody got to get married. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is that our mindset has to be that we have to do better than what we come from. Yeah. Because yeah, what I happens agree. is that if we don't become better than what we come Same from, shit gonna keep we just recycle mm-hmm. the stuff that goes on. Yep. So, you know, my message to our city in Baltimore, man, is that try to be better to, than what we come from and put that into your kids, to your wives, your girlfriends, and and just, you know, just be better. Right, right. Um, Going circling back, because what you just said made me think of this. Um, you said you was locked up at one point. Mm-hmm. So before you got to where you are now, was you on a different path and it turned around? Whatever, it was, or was just, just was something that happened. No, I think with me, when I looked at hustling, right, I never looked at it as, and this just was my mental. I never looked at it as something that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Okay, and I think that's where a lot of our young kids have, caught up in have got caught up in that. That we can do this for that career. you can do this. It's like a career mm-hmm. job, and yeah, it's not because yeah, yeah. history has showed us only two things are going to happen to you if you but continue certain. to run: is going to go to jail, you're going to die. But with me, I was hustling really to to help me pay for college. Okay. Because not to pay for college, but again, I was raised by my grandmother. My grandmother really ain't making no money. Yeah. I'm 18, 19 years Just to old. Just take care of yourself in college. <clears throat> I got to wash clothes. Yeah. I got to yeah. eat. Yeah. And things of this nature. That's I mean, the stories you hear about 
these big D1 players, mm. when they go to college, they stealing laptops, yeah. they eating oodles and noodles. Because they ain't got it. Ain't nobody got no money. Mm -hmm. So you got to be, it was me coming home during the summer, mm -hmm. trying to hustle up some money, take back to school. Right, okay. And then when I got out of school, uh -huh. I just kind of tried to continue it. But I knew that's not what I wanted to do. But at that time, it wasn't really no job opportunities right. there for so me. you had to do what you had to do. So, you know, as I matured and I got older, and then all it took was somebody to give you a, give you a chance. Mm -hmm. And one of my homeboys hired me one time uh, to do some data entry stuff. Okay. And it, from there, I just, I just took off. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. And here you are today. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on. All right. Definitely got me uh, more interested in following the politics because I ain't gonna lie I never really well I'm more interested in Baltimore politics anyway I, I don't necessarily follow it but mm -hmm. the 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 global politics and all I don't really get in it because it's too it's too but see it's good to get into all that though because you it, it teaches you so it teaches you like people don't say it it teaches you a lot of stuff what to do and what not to do yeah you know what I'm saying but at the end of the day you got to be genuine with yourself see I'm genuine with myself mm -hmm. so the person that I'm running, the person who I'm out today, when mm -hmm. I'm running for office, that's who I am. Same person. I'm not going to, I don't have to put no suit on mm -hmm. to, 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 and, and change and yeah, try to yeah, be yeah, a yeah, certain gotcha, way. Gotcha. But if I put my suit on, I'm be who I am. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? I'm right. not changing, you know, what I'm like, this is who I am. Right, I want right. you to vote for me. Based on who I me. am, guess what? Yeah, yeah. You would rather have somebody authentic in office that's a fact. than somebody that's playing that's a fact. Uh, behind like or, or, or trying to be something that they're not. Yeah. And so my message to a lot of people in the city, man, when y'all see these young people out here and they out here trying to, you know, run for office and y'all mm -hmm. y'all know they authentic and they, they doing that thing, mm -hmm. man, support them people, man, because these are the people that we want in the office, man. Right, because they're going to look out for us. Right, they're going to make sure that they take care of the community first and they're going to make sure that they, they keep things intact, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And that's, mm -hmm. and that's what you want from your politicians. Right, you want right, somebody right. that's going to be authentic and keep things intact. So do you feel do you feel like um cuz I feel like uh, uh somebody would be discouraged to, to try to get into politics or try to get in that I, you feel like this is something that do you encourage people to jump into it I tell people all the time man everybody should if you in your community doing stuff and you got a, a hold of the, the people in the community and you got an ear to the streets mm -hmm. you should run for office okay you should run for office you can run for uh, the central committee in that in that in that district, mm -hmm. um, which is is not a non uh, it's not a paid job. It's like a, a non profit, like, like volunteer type okay. job. Okay. But you get voted on. Okay. But if if if, if make sure it's your passion though. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. you gotta Don't make sure it's your passion. It, yeah. Um, and and just make make sure you're doing it to to be it to help somebody. Because at the end of the day, that's mm -hmm. what it's about. It's not about Politics should never be about influencing yourself. It should be about helping the people that you that you are representing. Right. And um, you know, one day I think we have to we have to start doing it now because what's happening is that Baltimore demographics is changing, mm -hmm. and a lot of stuff is going on that people don't know about, like the uh, redistricting of the um, of the city, and it's going to cause a lot of different um, it's going to cause a lot of different things to happen as far as voting, mm -hmm. and if people and I'm, you know, just read between the lines, man. The demographics are changing in our city. Yeah. And if we don't uh, come out and vote, um, and, city and, gonna look a lot different. It's gonna be a lot different in the next about five, ten years. Um, mm. If people don't, you know, so. So we gotta pay attention more to what's going on. Pay attention to what's going on. <clears throat> man, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, that's that's usually how it goes. So. Yeah. I thank you for coming on and giving us all this game. You definitely brought my attention to, to what's going on more, and I'm going to definitely be more aware. I had a conversation with somebody. <clears throat> I know I keep going, but I had a conversation with somebody, and um, I was talking about politics, and I think it rubbed them the wrong way because I, I just told them, like, I don't really have no faith in it because it seemed like everything we, we try to go for, we just like with the whole president debate, everybody was just in a, in a – um, including me, everybody was in a rush to get – Trump out, and then as soon as Biden in, it's like down now they turning their back on Biden. But now. you know what's happening, because at the end of the day, you got to be held accountable for what the things you said. So yeah, President yeah. Biden has to be a, hold accountable for the things he said he was going to do. He said right. he was going to cancel student debt. Yeah, he didn't do it. Yeah, 
what I'm saying? Yeah. He said he yeah. was going to do this and do that. He didn't right. do it. Right. So, you know, I tell people, like, you know, I, I we grew up in a, this is a democratic town. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Baltimore is a demographic. Okay. A, a, a democratic town. Mm-hmm. Um, I ran as a Democrat. But at the end of the day, you vote for the person that reflects. No matter you, the party. Right. No matter the party. You vote for the person that reflects on what who you, you are yeah, yeah, and yeah. what you want done. Yeah. So Got that's it. what happened. We Biden gave us this. Mm-hmm. And people that, ref, you know, that, that reflected that, they voted for him. Yeah. But we all know that sometimes, you know, politicians say things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, yeah. that's when, when Obama was in office. You yeah. know, they, they want yeah. Obama to do everything. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just... You know, hold hold him accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, he got he got he got a couple more years for this year, and then next election coming up. And yeah. you know, the people that's at the table with him, or the people that's in his ear, gotta mm-hmm. let him know, like, man, look, you, you gotta come to the table right. and make sure make things right. Yeah, for or, sure, for sure, or it's, sure. it's not gonna look good yeah, in uh, all, in twenty twenty four. Right, <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, I appreciate you giving that game. And I, I, like I say, I, I know people that's watching and listening going to want you to run too. So I, I hope you do end up doing that. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, you know, like I said, I'm talking to my family, my wife, and um, yeah. and see see what's best for us, man. And um, you know, I'm Muslim, so I, I put all my faith on the law, man. Okay. And uh, you know, that's what it's meant to be. That's what it's meant to be. Uh, yeah. I ain't gonna, and if you do, you know, you got a place to come and put your petition out there with us. Yeah. On yeah, the show, yeah, so yeah. you definitely. Got a place here you could come and get a whole nother demographic watching this. So yeah. um appreciate you coming. Everybody that's listening, please subscribe to the YouTube, the podcast apps. All the link is in my bio on the you on the social media pages and all that. Um and keep keep coming, keep listening, and still got more stuff coming for you. We need answers, we out. Be down and guess what? We need answers. Fresh up all the track. All right. Uh, uh, bitch, I hustle hard, gotta get that bag Uh, uh, bitch, I'm with the gang and my whole team drag Uh, uh, you talking about some money, bitch, you need some more You need some more, Mike, Mike, and Wong got that way Bitch, watch your boat, bitch, watch your boat How about you